0: Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor.
1: Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. Over the next couple, three days, I want to share especially to you women who are listening. You know, some time ago, I had the opportunity to do a seminar on a subject that I wrote called Woman, the Sweetest Fruit God Ever Put on the Vine. Now, I'm sure that some men from time to time would question this bold statement, but I truly believe that women are God's divine creation and we have much to offer. From church workers to housekeepers to notable women, we all have something to contribute to this life. In fact, we are to be contributors in our worship, in our workplace, and in our homes. When you search out scripture, you see the role that women have played down through the centuries. First, let's look at some special and distinctions of women and see if you and I are still fulfilling these special distinctions. You know, women were the last persons at the cross of Jesus Christ. According to Mark 15, 47, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, stuck around to see where they would take the body of Jesus. Now it's interesting to note the characteristics of these two women. They started out worlds apart. But Jesus, the son of God and the son one by natural birth and the son of a supernatural birth brought these women side by side to witness his miracles, his death and his burial and his resurrection. All distinctions between women seem to end with Jesus. For by his great love and compassion, we all come under the same umbrella. And there is no respecter of persons with our blessed Lord. Now, the characteristics of Mary, the mother of Jesus, were several. First and foremost, the word says that she was a submissive woman. Because remember when the angel of the Lord appeared to her to tell her that she would have a baby? Her answer was one of great submission and trust, for she simply said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. And you have to remember the history of this young girl uh, who was not married and, and an angel appeared and told her that she was going to become pregnant with Jesus Christ. What an excellent example for us women today in a world clamoring for equality and rights. We women of God can still know how to submit to our Lord Jesus. You know, and it doesn't matter what we have to submit to. It matters that we are willing to submit, that we say, yes, Lord, you know, I am your servant. May it be to me as you have said. I've recently found myself in some of my prayers, having to rearrange my prayers so as to submit totally to the Lord uh, situations in my life. Secondly, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a woman of faith and piety. Submission is prerequisite to faith. In Mary's song in Luke chapter 1, she begins by saying, "'My soul glorifies the Lord, "'and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior.'" For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Mary recognize the holiness of God. What mighty things has your Lord done for you today? Praise his name for what he has done. And if you are still waiting for a certain answer to prayer, continue to praise his name for your answer, because your answer will come when you, I believe when we are in more of an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness, it gets our mind off of being anxious and the, uh, the Lord, of Savior, Jesus Christ, it seems to be able to work better in our, in our lives, the Holy Spirit working through us to bring about our desired answer. Thirdly, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was spiritually minded on what great things, you know, do we um, dwell on? What great things we can learn from these women of the past? In Luke 51, it is said of Mary about her son that after they found him in the temple setting and listening to the teachers of the law and saw the astonishment of those around him to his understanding and his answers, it says that she, his mother, was astonished also. And it is said that uh, she treasured all these things in her heart. Now, here was a mother that knew also when to keep silent about her son and to pray and to believe God for him. You know, many times as mothers, I think we we say too much to our children as to what God has for them. We need to treasure what we see in our children and lay it at the feet of Jesus in prayer. And then sometimes just get out of the way so he can bring about his perfect plan for our children. Now, scripture also denotes that Mary, Jesus's mother, was a woman of maternal confidence. Remember when Jesus changed the water into wine in chapter two of John? And his mother said to him, they have no more wine. And Jesus answered back, dear woman, why do you involve me? My time has not yet come. And then his mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Now to me, this passage is loaded with innuendos of a powerful relationship between mother and son. First, Mary thought and knew and believed that her son could do anything. She probably didn't question how he would do it, but she took the problem to him to solve. And then it also shows her great submission once again to her son, who in reality was her Lord when you think about it when she said, do whatever he tells you. Not only did she show submission, but trust as well. You know, as parents, sometimes we think our children don't know very much. Thereby, we don't entrust them with too much. This is a great example of believing the best for your children and trusting them. I used to tell my sons, I trusted Jesus in you. I know you will make the right choices, the right decisions. May we as women of faith believe in our children and learn to develop these wonderful characteristics that we see in Mary, the mother of Jesus. And this is Faith to Live By.
0: You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments,